It is time for the playoffs, and that means it's time for the Week 15 Waiver Preview Show. As always, I'm your host, John Daigle. Today, to highlight what is already on 444.com for the top 10 pickups of Week 15, not to mention a reshuffled contingency top 10 available for everyone at the very bottom of the column, plus ranked quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, and many defensive streamers as the backup quarterbacks are on their way to save us, all of us who need defensive streamers for the postseason. Before we begin, though, reminder, this show is brought to you by our friends at Sleeper, one of the fastest-growing customizable fantasy football platforms in the industry. And when I upload the Sleeper app and I go to Team and click on Add, that plus sign sitting over the football helmet, I go to the Sleeper Waiver Wire Pickup of the Week, in Elijah Moore, because not only has Moore totaled 16 targets, a 15.8% target share from Mike White the past two games, running around on 83% of the team's dropbacks in that span, his ongoing role from the slot, 69% of his routes, that's where they've come from since week 13. That's where the Lions have also leaked nine catchers for 100 yards to Wondell Robinson, six catches for 96 yards and a touchdown to Isaiah McKenzie on Thanksgiving, six catches for 100 yards to Christian Kirk, and this past week against the Vikings, five catches, 38 yards, a touchdown to KJ Osborne. Moore is also in an amazing spot, regardless of Corey Davis' status in concussion protocol, because yes, Davis being out certainly would help, but at the same time, Moore not only working the slot, but we've seen that Elijah Moore has seen 18% of the team's targets in his last two games with Davis Lemon or inactive for since New York's Week 10 bye. And remember, after the bye is when Moore finally emerged from Robert Sala's doghouse. So Moore in an amazing spot to start immediately for Week 15 off of waivers. When I think of the sleeper of the week, though, for deeper teams and deeper leagues, I go to Chris Moore. Because without both Brandon Cooks, who I don't expect to return at any point this year for the Texans, and Nico Collins against the Cowboys. It was Moore who benefited from the Texans' quarterback by committee with 40.7% of Houston's targets, 58% of their receiving yards, and 57% of their air yards. He also recorded Houston's only red zone target in that game as basically their version of Devontae Adams. So if Cooks is going to remain out, and Collins is again out. We expect more to handle this voluminous workload, given that the Texans are in an impossible spot as 14-point home dogs and will definitely have to throw at will against the Chiefs. Remember, head to sleeper.com or download the latest app for those two players today. Let's move on to a couple priority pickups because Carolina, the past two games, has hidden Sam Darnold, and honestly, who can blame them? Since in this time now, and starting him over Baker Mayfield, they are scheming the league's highest run play rate from neutral game script with 40, 40 running back carries per game. And that concerted play calling has allowed Hubbard to handle 34 touches to Deontay Foreman's 46 in that time. The Panthers also control their own playoff destiny and are now projected as two and a half point home favorites over the Steelers, who may be forced to start Mitch Trubisky over Kenny Pickett since Pickett suffered that concussion in week 14. And honestly, Chuba Hubbard has the higher floor between him and Foreman. 
since it's Hubbard who's earned a 9% target share and two of four games with Foreman since returning from injury, whereas Foreman hasn't even reached a 7% target share in any of these four games with Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard is available in majority of waivers, and I do think he's an RB3 worth starting in Week 15. Matt Ryan, you would not expect to be a good streaming option, but the Vikings have now allowed a 300-yard passer in six of their last eight games and five consecutive top nine finishes to quarterbacks. So Ryan, who was in a much tougher spot against the Steelers, Eagles, and Cowboys in his last three performances, is suddenly a viable starter in two quarterback and super flex leagues. But more importantly, since Ryan is thin still for one quarterback leagues, I think we can look to Alec Pierce here. Because Michael Pittman has not recorded a single wide receiver one performance since week one against Houston. And it's Pierce instead who stands out in this matchup since the Vikings have allowed a league-high rate of explosive passes. 15-yard completions since week 10. And it's Pierce who has recorded 56% of Ryan's deep targets since he returned from his concussion in week three. So it's not only the ceiling we're chasing here with Alec Pierce. There's a sneaky floor here since Pierce has seen at least six targets in five of his last eight games with Ryan compared to just a total of seven targets as an afterthought from Sam Ellinger. So Alec Pierce, I will be playing in DFS on Saturday. And I do think he's a viable wide receiver three or four for week 15. Like many people, some fell victim to reports that Tony Jones would start against the Panthers. And instead we saw Travis Homer start, handle 85% of Seattle's backfield touches and log 91% of offensive snaps. And with three consecutive DMPs for Ken Walker ahead of week 14, which suggests that he won't be ready for Thursday, this short turnaround against the 49ers, Homer is yet again in play for injury-riddled teams and 12-team leagues as a touch-based RB3-4. And if DJ Dallas does miraculously become available with his ankle injury, just a reminder that Travis Homer already out-touched DJ Dallas 11-4 to and the four games they were available together upon Homer returning from injury in Week 8. Let's get to some deep cuts before we get out of here. And it doesn't seem like Tyreek Hill is in any danger of missing Saturday's game against the Bills after Mike McDaniel came out and said he's dealing with quote-unquote bumps and bruises he'll be able to work through. If Hill is trending toward being limited, though, just a quick reminder that Trent Sherfield came off the bench for 23 routes on two of 35 dropbacks against the Chargers and saw four targets. Four targets may not seem like much, but they matched Jalen Waddle for second on the team in Sunday's loss. And a reminder that Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have accounted for 53% of the team's targets this year. So if one of those pieces fall out, the world is suddenly Sherfield's oyster. Van Jefferson may have spiked the game-winning touchdown in the final seconds against Las Vegas, but it was actually Tutu Atwill, who Baker Mayfield elevated for team highs in air yards, 40% of the Rams' air yards, in fact, and targets, nine targets for a team-high 25.7%. 7% target share on a season-high 61% of snaps. Atwell also recorded two carries in that game. So concerted usage, you suddenly want in 12, 14-team leagues, given that Mayfield is again expected to start as a two-score road dog in Lambeau on Monday night. Lovey Smith confirmed that it would quote-unquote take an awful lot for Damian Pierce not to play against the Chiefs. So it's worth noting that Eno Benjamin finished as this backfield's runner-up in carries with three, 
Rex Burkhead recorded two touches inside the 10-yard line on Sunday, and Daria Gumbawale was the leader among all of them with two targets, 7.4% share, and a 47% route rate. And although that seems like it's a committee with maybe four, at least three guys available against the Chiefs, we only care about the receiving usage. Since again, the Chiefs are two-score road favorites, and the Texans are only expected to throw an inevitable game, negative game script. And if that is the case, it's Dare who then stands out because of that receiving usage in deeper leagues. Marshall is only, Terrace Marshall has only targeted four targets the past two games because Sam Donald is only averaging 21 and a half pass attempts. There isn't many targets to go around here. But at least we know if DJ Moore, who suffered a knee injury, is listed day to day, is out in this upcoming game, at least Marshall is the one to have confidence in since he was the only other player behind DJ Moore to run a route on at least 38% of dropbacks. Marshall, of course, ran around on 86% of dropbacks as the team's number two receiver and de facto number one if DJ Moore is ruled out. Before we get out of here, though, you have start-sit questions, and I don't want to answer them on a Monday. That's useless. But I know who does want to answer them later in the week because John Possum will be live this Friday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern that you can access for a start-sit sit-down, if you will, by simply subscribing to the 4 for 4 YouTube channel and then firing away with your question. He will get to all of them ahead of your playoff start sit in scenarios. And remember, we will also be back on Wednesday, 1 p.m. Eastern, on that same channel, which you should subscribe to ahead of time for the Week 15 preview show. But until then, good luck fighting for those players in the final rounds of waivers. And remember, be a little bit kinder than what's required. We'll see you then.